Welcome to Take It With You, live radio theater from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm Blake Thomas, your host, bartender, chief troubadour, and general roustabout. Enjoy the show. It's Blake. Uh, I haven't been able to get in touch with you for a bit here, but if I remember correctly, today's the day you're coming back into town from, from Minneapolis, so I hope you had a great closing weekend with your show, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing you. Well, all, all right, uh, just let me know if you're getting back into town. It's Blake. Hey, Blakey, I'm back. Rick, so good to see you. Hey, come here. Give me a hug. Yeah, bring it in. Yeah. It's good to see you, too. How long's it been? Uh, four whole months. That long? You were in jail four months for, s- for uh, You streaking? know, it was only, only going to be a week, but then I streaked the courtroom, the lockup, and the back of a cop car. Uh, it got a little out of hand. But man, you haven't lived until you live with no pants. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather you didn't put that picture in my mind. Uh, sorry, Blakey. <laughs> sure kept me out of trouble, though. Plus, I didn't have to deal with doing pants laundry. Mm, makes sense. Hey, where's Andy? Oh, Andy is on tour with Lowe. Hey, my favorite local Duluth band. Well, kind of. It's a, it's a Rob Lowe cover band. I uh, just didn't have the heart to tell him it wasn't the real Lowe. Yeah, he'll be all right. It was Mary. She's supposed to be on her way back up right now, I think. She, she got cast in a show down in Minneapolis over the winter. It closed this weekend. Whoa, no way. Good for her. Hey, how was the show? I hear good. Uh, it's a play by a new guy that apparently is like the hot thing in the cities right now. Wait, Blake, you didn't go see it? I couldn't. I wanted to, but with Andy and Mary gone, I had to be here every single weekend. Yeah, it's a bummer. So, I haven't had a drink for four months. Well, nothing that wasn't made in the toilet. <laughs> right, right, right. Sorry, what do you want? Yeah, bent paddle. Actually, make it three. I'm playing catch-up. You got it. Hey, can you play me a song? In jail, they don't let you listen to nothing but Amy Grant. <laughs> Said it was therapeutic or something. Just made me itchy. <laughs> well... Not sure if I could top her, but we'll see what we can do. Coney Island. San Francisco Bay How my mistakes seem to follow You take the high road I'll take the low Maybe we'll meet up tomorrow Well, kindness is the currency of the free and the poor There's nothing in this whole wide world that she can't afford to give me love But don't beg for more A little peace in a world of war Well, I've got some old flames that still burn No matter how far I roam 
but I'll keep yours lit in the window of my soul in case you can't find your way back home well kindness is the currency of the free and the poor there's nothing in this whole wide world that she can't afford she give me love but don't beg for more little peace in a world of war no love you're long gone no kind of rest that I receive in your arms so strange and pocket watch rare and if I couldn't put it down in song I'd gladly cut off all of my hair well kindness is the currency of the free and the poor there's nothing in this whole wide world she can't afford she give me love but don't beg for more a little peace in a world of war a little peace in a world of war a little peace in a world of war Something is going on. Something is happening. What? What is it, Zach? Do you see this? The... <laughs> Prey. Hey, that's Tom Isbell's book. Oh, it's not just any book. It's the book. I think Tom is telling me something. Instructions. Guys, I think I'm being hunted. <laughs> ah! Save yourself! <laughs> Zach? Hey, dude. That, that guy's got his jockstrap in a twist, you know? Who's knocking? Hello, we're open. Hello there. Mind if I come in? Yeah, it's a, it's a bar. It's, we're open. Oh, <laughs> well, great. Listen, we haven't formally met. I'm Cherry from... Yeah, you own the new chain bar across the street. Mm -hmm. I know who you are. I've seen your picture in the paper. Well, I just wanted to bring you a little meet-and-greet gift basket. Mm. Since you never bothered to send me a welcome to the neighborhood anything, <laughs> I just thought I'd be the first to break the silence. Well, this, this is very... It's lovely. Yes. Hey, you sell local beer over there? Oh, no, no, no. Waste of time. <laughs> However, we do get great beer shipped from Texas year-round, and we're serving free Taco Bell chalupas. <laughs> get a free chalupa with every shot. You know, we've got some just amazing local food trucks in town. Maybe we could work something to, out no. together if we wanted uh, to do a... Mm -mm. <laughs> Honey, that won't be necessary. We have a system in place that ensures one 100% business growth. 
Oh, really? look at this. This is a sturdy space you've got here. Very homegrown, down to earth. Love the trinkets. Oh my, rugs, fun. <laughs> and a stage. You ever thought about selling? No, no. Okay, I, no. well, you boys come on over anytime, especially you. I'll buy you a Yeg bomb, good looking. Whoa, did she just call me good looking? Still got it. See, there it is. That is going to be the end of me right there. She's been killing my business all winter. That bar is just, it's a big robot. Nah, you'll be good. Yeah, just think of John Henry. He beat that robot. He, he beat the machine, Rick, and then he died. He, he did? Uh, I guess I missed that part. But hey, he still beat him. <sighs> Rick, can you keep a secret? Can I keep a secret? My friends in the Slammer used to call me Secret Keeping Rick. They weren't great with nicknames. Rick, I've, look, I'm, I'm having trouble. And me too. I got this weird rash. Can you take a look? No, Rick, Rick. I'm having money trouble, as in like there isn't any. But you gotta have some savings or something. No, I used that up a long time ago to open this place. I should have never listened to little Angie. Follow your dreams! Shut up, little Angie. That woman and her yag bombs are gonna be, she's gonna beat me and then take over this bar and probably tear it down and put up a parking lot. Hey, what was that? Hello? I don't know. Anyway, Rick, I, I just don't know what to do. What? Zach? Were you hiding? What the hell? How did you get up there? Adrenaline? I'm honing my skills. I'm practicing the art of camouflage. Zach, the, the prey is a work of fiction. Yeah, and so was the Bible, and look what happened with that. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry to hear the bar isn't doing so well. Oh, you heard all of that? Well, of course I did. And Zach away, smoke bomb. <coughs> oh, where'd he go? Zach, you're not a magician. I know you're still here. No, I'm not. Anyone know where a gal can get a drink around here? Hey, Mary! Hey! Hey, hi, it's so good to be here! Duluth! God, I miss this town! Yeah, who's this dude? Oh, uh, guys, I, well, I'd like to introduce you to my, uh, uh, he's my friend, Colin. Uh, he was the writer of the show I did down in the cities. Yes, I'm her friend, Colin. Nice to meet you, Rick, was it? Can I call you Ricardo? It feels good on my tongue that way. <laughs> Nope. I see. Hey, are you wearing a scarf? A guy wearing a scarf? You really are from the cities. What's a guy gotta do to get a hug around here? Welcome back, hey, Mayor! Hi, Blake. Yeah, thanks. It's hey, so come here! Oh, okay. Whoa, hey, huh? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, you're always kissing people on the I, mouth. I was going for the cheek. The, oh, huh. that, that was weird, Sorry, huh? Yeah. How about a. A uh, handshake, handshake, then. Handshake, handshake. Uh, and Colin, is it? <laughs> Colin. Right, right. Um, so you guys rode up together, then? Yeah, uh, yeah we actually, um, well, big news. Uh, Colin is scouting locations for his new web series, and I thought he should totally check out Duluth. Yeah, right? Duluth is the best. We call it the city of, uh, uh, we call it the city of life, I, I think. Right. Okay, sure. What I'm doing, Blake, is creating the newest form of story-based visual entertainment. I'm pioneering something that's completely original. It's the, wait for it. Wait for it. 
the 60-second sitcom. The 60-second sitcom? The 60-second sitcom. That's right. People's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can try to fight that and shove quote-unquote art down their throats. <laughs> Or you can change people's perceptions by working on the inside, you know, within the confines of a changing medium. Shorter does not mean less satisfying. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, Delta Bravo. What, uh, wait, Zach? No. Wait, Zach, where are you? Nowhere. Okay. Everywhere. Sir, what? What? He's hiding. Why? He read the prey. Oh, okay, I get it. Great book. Anyway, um, Colin is, um, he's working with a production firm out of L.A. Duluth seems perfect for this idea. Now, the show is about three friends, wait for it, brewing beer. Life's been hard on them, you know? It's called Brewing Through It. Here, watch it on my tablet, 10G. Here's a Zoya, three best friends, living together, facing life's challenges and learning to brew. They all got laid off, so they started a business. Times are tough now, but they're brewing through it. Hey, Jonathan, long day? You can say that again. Hey, Jonathan, long day? <laughs> Jody. Did you drink all the beer again? We're brewers now. We'll make more. (laughs) That takes time, Jody. I want a beer now. Hey, Corey. How'd it go? Think I got all the brewing supplies we needed. Barley, hops. Uh Uh-oh. Corey, did you forget the yeast again? No yeast, Corey. That's what we'll call you. Sorry, guys. Hey, it's okay. We're brewing through it. That's what we always wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) Brewing through it. Huh. Well, that was a thing. I know what you're thinking. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. Actually, I was thinking it was like a lot of things that I've seen before, only like real short. Hey, Blake, play a song for me, will you? I'm starting to get that Amy Grant itchy feeling again. <laughs> with pleasure. Hey, Blake, can I sing with you? Well, this song might be longer than 60 seconds. Can you handle it? Oh, you be quiet. Play your guitar, Mr. <clears throat> Ebert. I wish to the Lord I'd never been born Or died when I was young Before I'd seen your two brown eyes I heard your flattering tongue, my love I heard your flattering tongue Well, I truly understand That you love another man Your heart shall no longer Oh, who's gonna shoe your pretty little foot? And who's gonna glove your hand? And who's gonna be your one true love when I'm in the foreign land, love? 
I'm in the foreign land Well I truly understand That you love another man My heart shall no longer be mine Oh Papa's gonna shoot my pretty little foot And Mama's gonna glove my head And you still be my own true love When you're in the foreign land When you're in the foreign land I truly understand that you love Jerry, right? Oh, it sure is handsome. Say, our little ice machine seems to be burping up nothing but half-melted rabbit turds. You don't mind if I borrow some of yours? You need ice from me. All right, uh, dollar a cube. What? Blake, come on, give the lady some ice. Jeesh. Oh, I'd be much obliged. The bar is packed over there, and we're selling Captain and Cokes like nobody's business. We need ice! Packed over there, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, you could close your bar for a day and come over to our place. <laughs> the chalupas are hot, <laughs> and we are shelling out free Red Bull vodkas to whoever wins the free wet t-shirt contest. Wait, what time is that happening? Uh, <laughs> and can dudes in it? All right, all right, I'll get your ice. Rick, you want to help me here carry some up? Yeah, sure thing, Blakey. Come on, Cherry. We'll show you our haunted basement. Uh, your ice is in the basement? <laughs> yep, here we go, enemy downstairs. Okay. Well, now that we're alone, come here, you. Oh, no, no, hey, hey, it's not here, okay? Why not? Well, it's, it's not you, it's just, I, you know, it's, it's like I said, I think Blake still has some feelings for me, and I just, I don't, I don't want to put any salt in the wound. He's going to find out sometime. Sure, but Especially because, <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. I think this is the perfect place to film part of my web series. Wh what? Here? Yes, it has everything I want, and you know the owner, win-win. <laughs> now kiss me, you fool. <coughs> wait, oh wait, what was that? Could be my stomach. All I've had to eat today was a lemon. <coughs> Damn it! Zach! Oh, I'm never gonna survive in a post-apocalyptic nightmare world if I can't get rid of this cough. Okay, wait, have you lost your mind? Oh, that's what he wants you to think. What? Who, who, who is he? And it goes all the way to the top. I don't even want to say it. 
I should be filming this. Wait, Zach, what are you talking Dawn about? Ness, the mayor of Duluth. Huh? You heard me. Why do you think Don's not running for re-election? Huh? He wants to hunt me, that's why. <laughs> oh, but on another note, you guys are dating, huh? Nice. I'm Zach, by the way. Colin. Wait, so, wait, you heard that conversation? Of Zach? course oh, I did. Crap. Oh, crap. Zach away. Smoke bomb. <laughs> Wait, Zach, smoke bomb. What, is he gone? Zach, don't tell anyone yet, please. Uh, there you go, Jerry. Have fun with our ice. Try not to melt it, hot stuff. Oh, and don't you forget to come to our phone party tomorrow, 11 a.m. See you, Jerry. Before you say or do anything uncool, uh, you better check with Steve and Jamie. Yeah. They're the yeah, ones with their fingers up. on the pulse uh, of a community you didn't yeah. know existed. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Jamie. Hey. We're only coming to tell you that the bar across the street is, like, way cooler than this bar, yeah. but I love how empty yours is because it's like my soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should just quit and save yourself the embarrassment of fizzling out in a fit of jealous inadequacy. Also, Marjorie Congdon is over there. Yeah. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. And the worst. Yeah. So what's so great about that place? Well, to start, they have like 46 televisions. Yeah. And they're all playing something different. It's like working for NASA. Yeah. All the world's information seeps into you at once. Yeah. It's like living inside a panic attack. Yeah. I thought... I thought you guys hated mainstream TV. Oh my God, Jamie, he's just totally not seeing the concept. Uh, I think he might be that guy that the shaman was warning us about. I totally can't believe you don't see the concept. It's like my friend Salmon. She owns a llama farm. Yeah. And at first it was like one llama. Just like, one. try harder. Yeah. But then it was two llamas and I was like, okay, coexist. Uh -huh. And then it was like seven llamas. And I was like, uh, way to go corporate. Yeah. Oh. But then it was 46 llamas, and I was like, yeah, finally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't see the concept, well, I mean, I just, I don't, I. Yeah, we're I just so I, sorry for you. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's go back across the street where everybody knows your name and yeah. they're always glad you came, but they keep it inside. Yeah, totally. You better check with Steven. Hey, Colin. Oh, I'm sorry about that. They're they're regulars here, so. And more like irregulars, am I right? <laughs> and no, I miss jail. <laughs> Blake, I'd love to make you a proposal. It's a win-win. I'd like to shoot on location here in this bar for brewing through it. I thought it was three guys living in an apartment. You don't have to answer right now. Okay. I'll be in town with Mary for a few days here before I have to jet back down to the city. In town with Mary, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, call, you know what? He is crashing on my floor ah. for, uh couple days. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So if you decide you're interested, just let me know and we can have that awkward money talk. Money talk? Well, of course. There's money to spend and we need a place to shoot. I don't see why I couldn't be here. Win-win. Hey, money is good, Blakey. 
you'll have to excuse me. I've got to take this. It's a nice ring. Blake, I got that immigrant inch in my head again. Uh, beer me and song me. Gladly. Win-win. I'm passing through the flatland Through the land where you were born And I'm moving the air you moved in Between the stars and the corn Doesn't matter where I'm sleeping What company I'm keeping I'm passing through their houses But it is not my home Yeah Now between the soil and the branches We just compromise our chances The soil exists without the branches But it doesn't have much to show I'm passing through their houses But it is not my home No, you are my home You are my home And they pump me full of bourbon And I sing them what I can in return But if I can't keep the devil down And if angels can still just fly around Then how? Could I expect to keep them? I'm passing through their houses I'm passing through their houses I'm passing through their houses But you Oh, my home. 
Beautiful. Well, my teeth are floating. I gotta take a whiz. Hey, just you and me, Mayor. Uh, so you've yeah. been kind of hard to get a hold of the last couple of weeks. I know. I'm sorry. It's just well, things have been such a whirlwind, and there's so much going mm -hmm. on. So. Sure. Yeah. You know, the Colin seems great. Yeah, he's he's a great writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you and Colin are. Uh, what? Uh, wait, us? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I am single and loving it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not, I'm not like loving, love. I mean, I'm just doing it. I mean, I'm not, do, I mean, it's fine. I'm, it's getting by. I'm getting by. Sure, sure. <coughs> what, was that, was that you? You okay? No. Damn no. it. What are you doing, Zach? Doing what? Surviving? I can and I will. Also, single and loving it, Mary. How would Colin? Zachary. Hey, maybe I should get a scarf too. You think that cherry lady likes scarves? Hey, Blake, bear me. Hey, guys. Mayor John Ness. Hey, Big D! What up, Rick? Don Ness showing up at this very moment. Coincidence? Open your eyes! Smoke bomb! <laughs> <coughs> what was that all about? Zach read a book called The Prey and... Oh, know, and now, now he's convinced I'm part of a plot to throw the country into chaos so we can hunt him down in a dystopian future world. Yes, exactly. How did you know? It's not my first radio, Blake. I get this kind of thing all the time. Oh, do you, Mr. Mayor? <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm Tom Isbell, and I write books. Tom! Tom! You're here? I didn't see you. I've been here the entire time, Zach. <laughs> you are the master. I am. Bear me, Blake. Teach me your ways, Tom. Help me. Your book, I, 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 I need to know what happens next. I need to know if I'll survive. Uh, you do realize you're not a character in the book, right? Please help. The mayor is here. He's hunting me. I know he is. Can I come home with you? Um, yeah, no. Uh, you see, the, my wife, Pat, she wouldn't allow that. You can come home with me, Zach. <laughs> You know, Tom, I write books, too. Oh, yeah? What's your font? Huh? Your font. You know, what do you like? Uh, New Times Roman, Helvetica, Curry, or what? Oh, yeah. I, I use wingdings. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I'm a Palatino guy myself. 
Do you dedicate? Always. Me too. Nice. You write your own jacket liners? Oh, hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> So, what do you draft on? You know, when the ideas are flowing? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, pen and pencil. I'm, I'm old school. Yeah, I'm a Remington drafter. Two-finger typer. <laughs> nice! Do you ever use Morse code? Pfft, waste of time. You'll learn, kid. <laughs> What's happening? Tom and Dee are talking about stuff. I'm eating the pickle. And you're asking me what's happening. Okay, right. Thanks for clearing that up, Rick. You okay. bet. So, good shop talk, Tom? Totally. Well, now that I scared the piss out of Zach, I can go home now. How about that bar across the street, huh? Gotta rest up for that phone party tomorrow. See ya. Bye! Bye! Say hi to Laura for me. See you, Don. And if you ever have writer's block, I find that lavender smelling salts really do the trick. That and tequila. <laughs> Say, Blake, you want to ask me a, an organized series of questions about my book? <laughs> I, I need to practice my interviewing skills. Well, sure, Tom. <clears throat> well... First and foremost, you've just released uh, this book, the first book in a, a new trilogy. It's called The Prey. Now, without giving too much away, uh, can you give us a little overview? Uh, it's dark, Blake. It's really dark. <laughs> it, it's 16-year-olds set in a dystopian future, and they find out that they're being raised as prey by a series of evil adults. So, was that something that you were drawing from your own experience? Junior high, Blake. Or... <laughs> Junior high. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a good question. So, I mean, if you're, you're writing something that, uh, that you're just, you're, you're, you're really making it up, you know, um, to a certain extent. But yeah. But there's a fine line between all of that. So, like, how do you go about, what's the process? Uh, in starting something like this? Well, you know, the, I mean, it's kind of a based on everything. It's based on, you know, Dr. Seuss as a kid, Sneetches with Stars, and how we create less thans of other people. It's, it's researching about the Holocaust. It's reading Westerns. It's all that kind of coming together. And, and uh, my wife, Pat, and I were coming back from a vacation, and the idea just kind of, idea just kind of came to me and kind of went from there. So you've got, the, you've got the idea, and you're kind of starting to, you know, to put this together. Um, and um, what is then the process of you, you have, uh, there's, there's an editor and a publishing company, right. and, um, and then there's you, and, and there's people doing all sorts of uh, different things to make this project happen. So what, what is the, the hierarchy, and how does that work? Uh, it's a lot of solitary stuff first, in terms of my just writing, and then uh, I have an agent, and the agent was the one who sent it out, and several publishers were interested, and uh, we went with Harper Collins, which was kind of a no-brainer, and then I was assigned an editor, and she and I go back and forth. I, I sent her a draft. She spends some time with it, sends me notes. I rewrite. She, you know, we go back and forth. 
And then it goes to copy editors, then they look at grammar and sentences and blah, blah, blah. And then there are people doing jacket covers and illustrations and fonts. You know, I like Palatino, <laughs> yes, but yes. Uh, I'm open to anything. Uh, so there's a lot of people. It's a big team. It's a wonderful team. So they, uh, the, the next book comes out uh, in January of next year. January 19th, Blake. January 19th yeah. of next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, does it come down to the wire? Um, I mean, are you constantly working until like the the cutoff point, or, uh, or is like, or are you pretty much like, oh, I got this. It's well, good. Now, now you've made me nervous. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, at the moment, I'm okay. I'm hitting my deadlines. The book two, that one uh, called The Capture. Uh, thank you. Is uh, that's basically done. Uh, the copy editors are taking their final look at it now. Uh, book three is what I'm working on now. I've got a deadline in about a month and a half, and and I think I'll meet that. So. And just, you know, hanging around Zach, I've got some really good ideas <laughs> So this is not your first book. You have been writing for some time now. I have been writing for some time. I, you know, I, so I've written plays and I've written a nonfiction book, but this, and I've, I've written, you know, for about two dozen years, other books, uh, only one of which got published, and that one got published in Germany and Spain. So I've, I've got copies of those books. I have no idea if they're my book or not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you have people now, though, that, you know, because this is it's such a big release, do you have people now saying that, like, oh, this is, a, like, your debut book, and does that, like, bug the crap out of you? Well, yeah, it is that. I mean, and that's okay, because people don't know me. But, it, right. I mean, it does sound like I just started writing, right. and, and, you know, and actually... It's been, I mean, I started before I came to Duluth, so I started when I lived in Los Angeles, you know, 25 years ago. And the first book I wrote actually was a young adult book. And then I left young adult and was writing adult thrillers, and then I came back to young adult. Um, so, in a, you know, in addition to um, all of these, all, in addition to being a writer, you're a professor here at uh, University of Minnesota Duluth. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you do a quick search of your name on IMDb, it comes up with a pretty impressive resume, including roles in True Lies, Clear and Present Danger, L.A. Law, Designing Women, and the, the list goes on. So you've had, it seems, a number of successful careers. Um, do you have any advice for anyone starting out these days being an artist? Good gosh. Uh, I feel like I'm just trying to figure it out for myself. Uh, you know, I, I, the, the, the people here on this set uh, who I adore, many of whom I've worked with or, or taught even, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they got it right because it's a combination of working hard and allowing yourself to be creative and, and being good people and all those things kind of come together. So... Um, so you had a run-in with Katie Couric. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going there, are we, yeah, Blake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run-in is a little strong. <laughs> but uh, so uh, back in the early 90s, I did a, a, a couple seasons on a TV show called Sisters. It was on NBC. It was about three sisters. And I had this recurring role of a guy, Max something or other, and he was basically sexually harassing one of the characters. Uh, he was or he wasn't. We didn't know. Um, and so there was this, so a woman had written a book about sexual harassment, and she was being interviewed on the Today Show, and Katie Couric was interviewing her. And because Sisters was an NBC show, they showed a clip from that show, and they sh it was a clip of me. And um, then they cut back to Katie Couric, and she goes, 
I saw that episode. That guy is so skeezy, he makes my skin crawl. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, I've been to the mountaintop. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else to live for. Wouldn't it be really cool if Katie Couric came walking out here? Is she? Is she here? Um, so I have a couple questions. You know, I'm just going to kind of throw these at you here. Okay. Um, so um, what do you do when you get a hand cramp? <laughs> uh, then I, I type with the other hand. Yeah, okay. I, it never uh, stops. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. So if you were um, to ever write a romance novel, what would the title be? Um, uh, the prayer. I don't know. I, I got nothing. Um, and um, have you ever ridden a dolphin? <laughs> uh, well, that's also with Katie Couric, and um, that's a long story. Um, yeah. Great. Also, I just wanted to uh, talk to you about, see, um, the falling action on page 268 reminded <laughs> me closely of Joseph Campbell and what he said about the hero's journey. Um, yeah. Did you find the world building justified the refusal of books call to action? Huh? Um, I was just trying to scare people. <laughs> Your lead character's name is Book. When they make it into a movie, what will his name be? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking uh, maybe film. Um. And my last question for you, Tom. Yes. It's the apocalypse. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. We need to know if you have a skill so we can either, you know, keep you alive, yeah. let you be in the group, kill off the zombies. So far, we've kept everybody that's been on the show, so. No pressure. What well, do you got? I have written three books about the apocalypse, but the skill I bring, and you may not know this, is that Pat and I have a ping pong table that folds up and is on wheels. Oh my and when the apocalypse happens, and it will, we will be pushing that thing through the streets of Duluth until someone takes us in. Well, um, yeah, I, I think it is safe to say that you and your wife are in. Jackpot, yes, thank you. Yes, please. Nice. Well, I better be off. The sequel isn't going to write itself, am I right? Bye,
this space for the web series. I was just on the phone with one of the producers and we want to lock it down. Lock it down tight. Win-win. You know, honestly, Carl and I don't think that's the best decision really for me right now. You know, <coughs> we've got a really good thing going here and business <gasps> is great and I, I just don't want to disrupt the flow of things around it. Around. What's that? Come Whoa. on! Hey, you left! Or did I? <laughs> It was all just a ruse. Yeah. It was a good ruse. Yeah. yeah, I am good. And you know what? The only thing more annoying than hiding on a ceiling like a spider is listening to you people communicate like idiots. What? What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about you people, Blake. You have no money. The bar is going under. Mary, in fact, is dating Colin. And Rick, you kissed that cherry lady when you helped her get the ice. <gasps> I saw it! Yeah, damn straight. Wait a minute, you guys are dating? I just met her, but who knows? No, you know. not you, Rick. God, Mary, I meant oh. Mary. Um, well, we... Just tell me. Um, yes, we are. It's official, Blake. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. Probably not a win-win for you. <laughs> See? Don't we all feel better? Blake, I'm How so, long have you guys been together? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like a month. Maybe. Two months and three days. Precise. I like it. Well, see, I was going to tell you, and I just thought... Hey, hey look, it's, it's totally cool, guys. What? It is? Are you kidding? Of course. I mean, uh, you seem like a great pair, and if you're happy, I'm happy. Whoa, wait, really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm actually seeing someone myself. Oh, oh you, you are? Uh, your hand doesn't count, Blake? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, she just moved. Well, she kind of moved here. She's, uh, a ship captain. Oh, dirty sailor. I like Shut that. up, Rick. Sorry. Uh, wait, so you're dating... Uh, how long have you yeah, been together? I don't know. Probably, like, as long as you guys have. Maybe longer. She's She's gone a lot with her shipping, so... Oh, well, it's... I, this is great! Captaining. I mean, you've met someone, I've met someone, so you let the double dating commence. <laughs> yeah, double D's. <laughs> well, honey, I think we should get going. I have an appointment with the hot tub at the Radisson, and uh, <laughs> I'd like to check out the spinny restaurant thingy on top. Yeah, sh okay, yeah. Well, uh, you guys, it was so nice seeing you, and I'll be in tomorrow to hang out. Blake, this is, this is great. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Blake, think about what we talked about. 60-second sitcom money in your pocket. Sure thing, Colin. Will do. Colin! That's, that is, yep, that's okay, what bye, I said. Bye, bye, we love hey, you guys. 
<sighs> All right, now who wants to help me find a ship captain to date? Oh, I get it. There was a ruse, too, huh? Yes, Rick. Yeah, ruse is everywhere. Blake, beer me. Yeah, um, beer for me, too. Wait, what about you, Zach? You want to pretend to be a ship captain? Yes. Great, it's settled. Mary will marry a rich filmmaker, and I'll date Zach. Yeah, you two make a real nice couple. Uh, what am I going to do, you guys? Nothing, not a thing. You're going to be fine, Blake. Because you have friends like us and a beer in your hand. Life is good. Life is hard. Yeah, and so were my abs. Now, play some music, otherwise I'm going across the street. You wouldn't. You don't want to test me, boy. All right. Hey, let's do that one about not worrying. That seems fitting. <laughs> right, you got it. One, two, three. In the summer, one early fall, just trying to find my little all in all. Now she's gone. I don't worry, I'm sitting on top of the world. Was in the spring, one summer's day, just when she left me, she's gone to stay. Now she's gone. I don't worry, I'm sitting on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world In happy days Didn't know your name Why should I worry Or pray in vain Now she's gone I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world Next time, everybody, take it with you is Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, Ryan Nelson, Andy Bennett, Katie Hellbacca, Zach Stouffer, Lane Precker, Keenan McIntyre, Talbot on the bass, and Mackenzie McCollum is our new stage manager. The episode was written by Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, and Ryan Nelson. Our sound engineer is Nick Gosen. We were joined this time by special guest Tom Isbell. His new book, The Prey, is available. 
Uh, wherever books are sold, independent bookstores, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Audible, wherever and however you experience books. Uh, the show was performed here in the Underground Theater in Duluth, Minnesota. Our logo was designed by the one and only the wickedly talented Sarah Luke. Our Foley door was made by Matt Gildner. Brewing through it is Jonathan Manchester, Sarah Luke, and Jody Chiappa. <laughs> A uh, special thanks to Crystal Pelkey, the Underground staff, the Duluth Playhouse, Duluth Kidney Services, Bent Paddle Brewing Company, and the Red Herring Lounge. Visit Take It With You online at takeitwithyou.org to listen to all previous episodes, and we'll see you back again on May 19th for our 10th episode with special guests Matt and Mike of Doggy Brew Bites and musical guest Mary Bew and her band. Thanks for so much for being here and being a part of this, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.